Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Nova's Thoughts. I am your host, Nova Luxurious, and before we go ahead and get started, let's go ahead and get these announcements. If you want to follow me, you can follow the Nova Thoughts uh, page on Instagram at Nova Thoughts, N-O-V-A-T-H-A-W-T-S. If you want to follow me on my artist page, you can follow me at Nova underscore Luxurious, N-O-V-A underscore L-U-X-U-R-I-O-U-S. And if you want to follow my band page for Shits and Giggles, you can follow us at the African Space Program Collective. All right, and I think we can go ahead and get started. So, all right, people, welcome back, welcome back. Um, I, I don't have you long, but I have you. Um, hopefully everybody is still trying to keep themselves together during this pandemic. It is crazy out here, I know. Um, I'm just hoping that everybody is keeping safe, keeping social distance. Um, it's crazy, y'all. People, uh, people I know here are not like really taking this shit seriously until they're sick, they get sick or somebody dies. And I really want people to understand, like, you know, take this shit seriously, y'all it's happening and the people that is you know telling you in, in in positions of power telling you you know oh you're a young girl you can go shopping you can go this notice they ain't went out notice they not out here gallivanting and carrying on so keep that in mind while you over here listening to your favorite politicians tell you that it's all cool no okay now that i'm off my soapbox we can begin I want to keep this brief. I really do. Um, because I don't even want to tell y'all where I'm at, but I just want to keep this brief. Um, I, let's see what's, what, what's, what's new. I was going through the interwebs and I was seeing things to talk about and I stumbled upon this story and I just have, I put about two cents on it. Um, so apparently, um, there is drama in the makeup world where there's some shade in the makeup world. Excuse me, James Charles apparently feels some type of a way because Alicia Keys has announced that she's going to be releasing a skincare line. And, you know, I guess according to James Charles and I think Manny, whatever the fuck, U-A-M-U-A, where I say it, um, they they felt some way and they decided to tweet and post some some subliminal shade it's not really that subliminal you actually know who exactly they're talking about and it's clear they're coming for one alicia keys now i am not an alicia keys stan i am nobody's stan for real for real really i'm a grace jones stan but you know what i mean like i don't stand for celebrities like that but uh and alicia keys i have my issues with her and i'll keep them to myself She's not one of my favorite artists in the world, but um, in this, I don't see what the issue is because Alicia Keys, you know, a long time ago told y'all she was not going to be wearing makeup like that. And um, she told y'all that, you know, she was going to keep it clean face and, and, and just give you beautiful, dewy, fresh skin. And she's been doing that. And so I feel like it's very on brand for her to suddenly come out with a skin skincare line because that skincare regime looks very sickening. But according to James Charles, he just doesn't understand it. And he thinks it's just all a money grab. And he just he's tired of people using makeup and, and, and skincare to, as a money grab. And I'm thinking to myself, girl, where was all this energy for Jeffree Star and uh and Shane Dawson and 
and all those girls because I, I can recall, girl, you know, when they were coming for you and making up lies about you and saying all these horrible things about you, you were quiet and then you did come out, but it was all these emotions and, and all this stuff. But here you, you got all the balls, honey, to come for Alicia Keys. And I just, I'm really tired of these girls always coming for the black girl whenever the black girl or the black boy decides they want to do something. I'm tired of it. I am. And James Charles, it's like, girl, if you didn't have that energy for Shane Dawson, don't come over here talking to Alicia Keys because now that was a money grab. Shane Dawson releasing a makeup palette is a money grab because Shane Dawson is known for being a creepy, not that funny white man. Honey, no shade. All tea. He's not funny. <laughs> He's not funny. Um, so I'm trying to figure it out. Um, and while we're on the subject of Je- of Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star, I mean, once again, they're being canceled again. I don't know why y'all keep uncanceling these hoes, but they're being canceled again. You know, of course, you know, Jeffree Star is a racist. We all know that. And, you know, like what, like a month or two ago, he had to do a whole new apology where he was sitting in his grand living room in his $20 million mansion. <laughs> trying to give this fake ass apology you know um i don't know child i don't have nothing and then he's apologizing because of his dealings with shane dawson and it's like well girl it's kind of late now y'all both made money together y'all probably still kiki together i don't know it just shows me that the if i were to be in the makeup industry or the makeup influencer world i would not really be friends with these hoes because all these hoes is phony you got Tati Westbrook out here, you know, making a late ass apology to Jackie Ina. Tell me some, yeah, girl, even though we, you and I were cool, I still decided to hang out with Jeffrey, even though he was just calling you all types of rats and monkeys and things and, you know, threatening to throw acid on your face and shit. You know, I'm still, I'm, I, I, I apologize, girl, bitch. It's a little too late, Tati. Um, that's been going on (laughs) um child what else has been going on i just don't have anything to say i just like i said if i was an influencer i wouldn't be friends with none of these hoes none of the white ones the white makeup influencers and shit all them just seem fake phony racist af all they care about is their money and their image so i don't know if you're that's why i encourage people to get into like more black beauty uh, black influencers for us especially for us girls of color like I have embarked on this journey of makeup so I don't even feature Jeffree Star and company I I go straight to the Jackie Inas the um what's the what's the guy in London the little the plastic boy in London the that British boy I like him I love him a lot um I go for girls like that who look like me um Naima Tang uh you know girls who are closer to my skin tone (laughs) and they can give me good tips on how to make my skin look glowy and, and beautiful and shiny just like theirs so that's who I deal with I don't know about the rest of you girls um Let's see. We can go ahead and move on. But yeah, I yeah, I don't know. If y'all still fucking with it, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Ellen has been catching all the heat. Um, I said on my TikTok, you know, I was telling the girls on my TikTok, honey, don't bring that gr- that lady up to me 
ever because I just don't care. You know, with everything going on, I really don't. But since, you know, I brought it up on this podcast of mine, let's talk about it. Ellen is being called out for being all types of problematic, for having all types of fuck shit go on on her show. It's a lot. Um, And, you know, I don't know. I don't have sympathy for Ellen in that way. It's like, girl, everybody like the way I look at it is everybody's not lying, you know. And it just sucks because Ellen has built this whole platform on be kind to others and positive energy and niceness and blah, 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 blah. And really, she's just a mean, rich ass, entitled cunt, you know, for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> C-U-N-T, honey. She's just, she's just that, you know, she's not she's not that girl (laughs) in in that way she's really not that nice girl that she portrays herself to be and you know her i think what did it my theory is what did it with her team or with her crew was when they started to do the quarantine episodes and she decided to lay off basically most of her crew and hire a non-union crew to film at her house so she can pay them all types of cheap which is very fucked up. It's like, girl, you been, this these this team has been riding with you for I don't know how long, and to do them like that, it's like, yeah, I will expose you too. I totally understand and I totally get it. I would expose the fuck out of your ass too. So Ellen is getting all the shit. Um, of course, our favorite coon male black celebrities, Cry Reese and Kevin No Heart, um, came out in defense of Ellen. And all these famous people are coming out in defense of Ellen. And I'm like, girl, Kevin Hart, Ellen didn't even give you all of this when she was, she quote unquote, lended her voice to help you. So I don't know why you're caping so hard, but whatever, girl. I hope those brownie points add up to something great (laughs) i hope it adds up honey um tyrese i don't even know why tyrese bothered but fine um yeah it's just like of course she's not mean to y'all y'all are on y'all are in her peer group y'all are celebrities like her y'all are rich like her you know of course um but to the people that work in production that work that are assistants interns and things and i i don't understand that culture like why famous people you know treat their teams in in a way it's like these people are paid to make you look good to elevate you and it would behoove you (laughs) to treat them like gold (laughs) you know what i'm saying because when it's all said and done these are the people that are making it happen for you because you know we always see is the finished product but these are the people that get it all together so my thing is like it would it would behoove you to be nice and sweet and caring to these people and not treat them like shit i'm just saying so like i said i don't i don't i don't know all the details i was i was looking down the twitter thread and i was just seeing all the stories being shared and it's just like jeez <laughs> You know, girl, hate it for you, but not really, because if that's how you treating people, if it was one story where they were her and Portia were at a restaurant that stood out to me, and apparently somebody didn't order salmon or ordered the wrong kind of salmon or something. But anyway, fish went flying back to the server, and I was just thinking to myself, lesbians throwing around fish. I ain't gonna even touch it. Um, the joke wrote itself, honey. <laughs> 
Um, oh, girl, it's almost time for me to pump it, huh? For this next segment. Um, but yeah, that 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 was crazy. Just hearing stories about how this lady is out here just doing her crew and people. You know, that just it's like, what do you expect, honey? When you treat people like shit at some point, there's or somebody in the crew is going to like be like, you know what? Fuck this bitch. And that's what they did. And you paid the ultimate price. Now you're being exposed. And it's nothing you can do. This is a humbling moment. I just feel like, Ellen, this is your humbling. Come to Jesus. You know, girl, maybe you out here doing a little bit too much. <laughs> Scale it back. Remember where you came from, girl. Because you was that. And apparently back when she was a nobody, she was out here acting like that. So I don't even know, girl. But like I said, this is a humbling experience. She's embarrassed. <laughs> And, you know, she can't do nothing but go on an apology tour. Uh-huh. And I don't feel bad. Um, moving right the fuck along. Uh. Y'all, Beirut then exploded. Don't nobody know what happened. The, the government over there has stepped down. Like, the whole government. Like, everybody was fucking up, apparently. <laughs> um, I just don't even know, honey. That's crazy to me, though, that the whole like I'll you know, as you, it was on Twitter that this port exploded and the explosion was so massive, honey, and it killed a lot of people, hurt a lot of people. And it's just sad. So my prayers go out to all the people over there. I think there is a few um, a few like, you know, if you want to donate and, you know, contribute in some way, you know, there's a few websites floating around. Um do your research, of course, because, you know, a lot of these dummy websites come up as money grabs to get you to give them all the all they coin. And they ain't going nowhere near that place. Um, but, yes, my prayers go out to the girls and, and, and boys and, and, and people in Beirut because that's crazy. Like my the, it was the video for me, the dude on the jet ski. How he was just on his jet ski. He saw that shit explode and it was coming his way. And he hurried up and jumped in that water and got up under there just to uh, to escape all that debris don't blame him <laughs> honey it's just the fact that that all happened and you know child it's just a lot going on pandemics explosions uh, explosion happened in Baltimore bitch like exp- like three houses blew up they say it might have been a gas leak um it was in the hood. So I'm assuming, you know, somebody, somebody's landlord, somebody's property manager was not properly looking after the building. There was probably a pipe that was leaking with gas. And before they knew it, honey, kaboom. So that story is still developing. Um, I'll probably talk about it again in my next one. I just had to call my friends. I have two friends that live or three friends that live out in the DMV area. So I had to call and make sure that they were okay and that it wasn't anywhere near them. And it wasn't. So... But yeah, they were just like, yeah, man, we thought we we heard about it too, honey. <laughs> um, but yes, honey, um, let's see. We're going to move right the fuck along. Um, all right. So, yes, it's been a lot going on, honey. 
um i guess we can go ahead because i don't want to dwell on these uh tragedies but you know once again you know let's pray for the people in lebanon um pray for the people in baltimore um i'm going to make it a point to figure or you know find you know if there are any you know charities and things people that are donating and i will post them on the nova thoughts uh page um but yeah let's just go ahead and move on um zoe saldana came out of left field but in a good way and just admitted that sis was wrong for taking that role of uh nina you know if y'all don't know like back in what 2015 2016 she took on the role of playing nina simone in some 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 white man's movie honey and ew (laughs) <laughs> that's all i had to say on it and you know the thing is you know it's like you know i first let's just get on her apology like you know she was just saying in her apology to paraphrase you know i should have never played it um you know i should have never took that role and as someone who you know has some kind of clout in hollywood i should have made it my you know made it a point to fight for a black actress that was more suitable for the role and for that i really do appreciate because you know these celebrities and their egos now are so unchecked some of them you know you know their egos are so unchecked i.e ellen and (laughs) um and you know they just be out here moving and in all types of arrogant ways and you just be like girl like you know so for her to even take it upon herself to say you know you know in retrospect yeah that was really fucked up and you know i should have done better you know i can appreciate somebody and was tearful and you know and then it wasn't anything where she had to because nobody you know this nobody was talking about that when that movie where they said she was going to be in that movie it really pretty much people black people especially we're just like well i know we ain't finna go see that shit (laughs) so people were collectively like we're gonna ignore that we're gonna act like that's not even there because girl no and we were trying to tell you sis back then you know but you know like i said i can appreciate that you know just i guess she just decided like you know what bitch this has been weighing on my heart and let me get this out right now You know, so either sis was feeling real, uh, you know, just real remorseful about some things, reflective about her life, or sis is a genius. And she was like, before these girls dig this shit up, <laughs> let me go ahead and get in front of this right the fuck now. So either way, you know, I, I felt like it was genuine, though. I felt like she really meant it. Like I said, it wasn't, you know, she didn't do it because somebody called her out per se. She probably, you know, like she's just. I guess she just felt bad. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not Zoe Saldana, but I felt like it was genuine. I I, I felt where she was coming from, and I liked, and I appreciated the fact that she owned up to that, you know, because that is true. It's like, sis, (laughs) and, you know, we were trying to tell you, but, um, yeah, my my response to that is, you know, I appreciate you, Zoe, for saying that, and duh, bitch, we was trying to tell you that in 2015, you know, especially because Zoe Saldana and it's no shade because I actually like Zoe Saldana she's one of those problematic faves that I like like she's an actress that's you know a decent actress she's gorgeous you know for the most part her image is not you know she ain't out here wilding and acting a fool and doing foolish shit you know her only my only contention with her is just you know her you know there were times where she was very 
you know, back, especially in her early days, back, you know, in her comeuppance, honey, she was very adamant on not being identified as black. Not necessarily. She just, her whole thing was, I'm Latina. And, you know, I, you know, that whole thing, like, she's not really a black American girl. And, okay, girl, but, you know, obviously because of how she looks, you know, her career, her trajectory, her career, you know, when she wasn't playing aliens, she was playing black girls. Like, a lot of her characters, the girl, her character in Center Stage, a black girl, her character in, um, what was the movie with her? And, um, it was a teen movie. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Get Over It with Kirsten Dunst, a black girl. Like, she's been a black girl in a lot of these movies. So it's like, uh, guess who? Black, you know. You know, like, bitch, your daddy was Bernie Mac. Okay, like, so, you know, I mean, like, so you have always played black girls. And that's just the that's just the story of Afro-Latinas in Hollywood, period. You know, if you look more black, that's what they tell you to go after. Because even if you're going after the most Latino film with, with all, with a whole Latina casting crew, director, all that, they'll, they'll tell you, well, girl, you don't look Latina to us, so... Sorry, we don't have any black girl roles. <laughs> and you could tell them all day. And there and many of actresses have said that, like Gina Torres, uh, Melissa de Sousa, um, what's her name? Christina Milian. They've all said how when they would go after you know, roles of Latina girls, they were often told, often by Latino people, Latinx people, that girl, you look black, you a black girl to us. So <laughs> sorry, sis. We're looking for more of a J-Lo, Sofia Vergara kind of thing. You know what I mean? A Shakira kind of look. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You know, but and Zoe fell right under that, you know. So, it's like, you know what this shit is. But, I, like I said, I'm glad that she, you know, felt moved <laughs> to acknowledge that one blemish on her career. And I just hope she moves different. I actually, I'm hoping she's experiencing an awakening of sorts. You know, like... I'm hoping that she's really embracing, actually embracing her Afro-Latina roots and in a way that's like, that moves the conversation forward. And I think I'm done with her. You know, I think we can get off of her. Um, So, Cardi B, another problematic fave of mine. You know, I'm not a Cardi B stan. Like I said, I'm not a, necessarily a part of the Barty gang, but I... Y'all are not going to get me to just not see it for Cardi because of some, you know, colorist statements when all y'all faves are colorist. Okay. Like, you can't, like, I literally got a tour with a queen who was trying to argue me down about liking Cardi B. But meanwhile, like, you like Lil Wayne. You like, <laughs> like, you out here bumping Kodak Black and Young Thug. Like, so many problem, problems in that. You know, colorist, homophobic. A whole queen and you love these niggas so miss me you know but um miss me with the bullshit but what was i about to say um i didn't lost my thought honey i didn't got that drink of water and oof, lost my thought oh but yes cardi b and megan the stallion did a song called wop aka wet ass pussy P-U-S-S-Y. And while it wasn't the greatest song, like for me, I like the the selling point of the song is not really the song. 
Um, it's just the whole energy around the song. It's the union between Cardi B and Meg. It's just a whole like thing. And I, I slick hope they do like a, a mega remix where it's like a whole bunch of female rappers. Like I'm hoping they get Jungle Pussy up in that bitch. I'm hoping they get um, even Nikki. I, I wouldn't mind Oh Nigga Garage Sale having a verse. Like I really wouldn't. And actually, I kind of want all of them to kind of be like the trifecta of female rappers you know because it's like you know meg is the new hotness cardi b is the hotness nikki is the hotness um so yeah you know i totally i see it like but i just want a whole bunch of like late you know girl rappers to come on and lady mcs femcs however you want to <laughs> phrase it to get on the remix and just give me ladies night part two bitch <laughs> the explicit version okay ladies night triple x honey <laughs> but the song and video and everything has been catching a lot of controversy it's a lot of people coming out of nowhere having all the nerve and i'm really confused um CeeLo green that's you girl we, we about to get into it because i knew you didn't make sense when i caught you walking up in american apparel in little five points i knew you didn't make sense then <laughs> like girl i knew that was there was something about it but um yeah um overall like i said the, the the video was everything you know some people were feeling away because kylie was in the video but you know that shit was already in there it was already planned it is what the fuck it is um i didn't hate her but i you know like any of the kardashians <laughs> You know, I just have whenever I see them or hear their names, I get this this condition and I just I don't I don't see them. It's all a blur, you know. So, you know, they tell me she was in there. I I don't know. <laughs> Normani looked good. I lo I was loving that houndstooth kind of outfit that she had on. That shit was cute. You know, I saw um, a few of the other like lady you know female rappers that i don't particularly know that were sprinkled up in there you know making little cameos so i was here for it i really was i love it now for the girls and the boys that had the nerve CeeLo motherfucking green first of all sir sir so back in 2010 i was happened to be in American Apparel. See, by this time, I was skinny. In 2010, I was a size 34 waist. Um, you know, I'm a little bit, I'm probably like a 38 now, you know. But anyway, give or take an inch or two. Um, but, you know, and I couldn't, I could barely fit their clothes, honey. So, you know, and at a size 34, you know. So when I saw him walking in there and picking up pieces like he was finna really try this shit on, I was just like, oh, because I was like, who's this big ass nigga? And then I happened to look, I was like, wait, that's, that's CeeLo. And I was like, oh my God, you're CeeLo. And he was just like, yeah. I was like, just checking. <laughs> and I left. I was, girl, I don't want your autograph. You ain't that great. I mean, you are great. Don't get me wrong. CeeLo has, you know, musically, CeeLo is a legend. Like, I'm not going to take anything away from his talent. But, you know, girl, I'm not standing CeeLo like that. Um, but he got on. And a lot of these male rappers have been coming out lately because it's, you know, I remember they asked Jermaine Dupree like a few months ago. Not a few months. Yeah, it was a few months ago. It was, like a, it was almost a year ago. But a few months ago, I think it was around 
the holidays. I'm going to sit right here, honey. Ain't nobody here. It was around the holidays, and he, but anyway, he was asked about the state of female hip hop, and he went on this whole spiel about how it's just stripper music and wow, wow, wow. And so CeeLo went on this same kind of moral high ground BS that men always get on, especially cishet men, you know, love to sit up here and tell you all the ways, tell women and gay men and trans women, and and just you know anybody on the fringes of society how they need to you know how it you know they love to get on this moral high ground and so that was his whole thing is like it was just you know female raps have no morals these days and doop to doop to doop and you know he was just going on this whole thing and, and i'm just sitting back thinking like didn't you have to sit down for a few years sis because you was out here uh drugging bitches like rick ross like you and rick ross was out here drugging and raping girls Mm. Uh, okay okay you know um aren't you the same person that has a minor hit song called i'm a freak and which the video which i love because as a big boy like he was he is slick one of my big boy idols in a way just because you know like he's a here he is a big boy he was doing some prince george clinton kind of shit where it's like bitch i'm gonna be naked i'm gonna show these titties i'm gonna show all this this roundness and y'all hoes are gonna love it you know and i and i respect that because you know we often get told as big dudes as big people you know big women especially but as big people you know we're often discouraged at attempting to be sexy so anybody who owns that they sexy and know that they sexy i and they're big and they're plus size I automatically respect it because it's yeah it's needed um but with that being said that was you my nigga like you don't you have a whole song where basically you tell a girl fuck you because she don't want you that's you my guy so you know we could really if we were really a tit for tat kind of person which I am in a way you know we can really go there and we can really talk about it and talk about all the ways that, you know, and that just goes with a lot, like with Jermaine Dupree and a lot of these other male rappers and men, and, and just men in general who listen to hip hop and things. Y'all got everything to say about the state of black, you know, of our black kids and things. Even down to, we didn't even talk about when with Lizzo. I mean, Lizzo was literally just being fat and fabulous <laughs> and existing. And y'all niggas went on this whole, I'm just worried about how she going on, how she's impacting the kids and how she's promoting uh, obesity for the kids, you know, because you know. But meanwhile, you be driving around with your kids, listening to all types of bullshit about, you know, of your from your favorite male rappers, from from the niggas, you, you just swear they be going hard. They don't be talking about nothing, but whatever. But, you know. They can talk about cooking crack in the kitchen, fucking all types of bitches, running trains on girls. Meanwhile, your son and your daughter are sitting in the back, soaking all of that up in the car with you. But Lizzo's just being a fat girl, being uh, confident in herself. You know, these women being, you know, which, first of all, you know, Lizzo's side, back to Cardi B and, and uh, Megan, these women are not <laughs> obligated to be your children's idols child my um hold on let me sorry y'all my um 
mother monitored everything that I was listening to, honey. That's why I had to keep it cute. Like I had to get, I listened to all the explicit stuff at school. I would borrow my friends' little Kim CDs and shit at school, bitch. <laughs> take a little bit of a break because um yeah this was giving me glitches but I am back now we'll worry it's just a lot of crazy shit going on and I don't even know I forgot what I was talking about in the last segment just that quick on my break on this little mini mini break that's not good, Nova. But I think I was pretty much talking about the WAP situation and CeeLo Green having the audacity. Um, It's just chops. I just want him to go away. Go back and sit down. You know, you, you niggas really, really tried it. And that is it. <laughs> um... I guess we can go ahead and move on. I'm kind of over talking about all this. You know, I went on a whole tangent on the hypocrisy of female and hip hop and things. So I'm, I'm over it. I don't want to go off in, into any more wormholes. Um, where where can I begin? Um, so apparently, some uh, new direction stands um, are canceling Lizzo for whatever reason. It's all over Twitter. Um, I just don't get it like well I get it I I, I get it Lizzo is a beautiful big black woman and people just can't take it that's really what it is people cannot take it because they were always told that big black women were mammy they were desperate they were aggressive they were angry they were you know they got 14 kids and no money and can't ever get a man and it's all it's always been those narratives and here you have this big beautiful black woman who you know and it's no shade to nail carter no shade to countess vine no shade to monique because they did the best with what you know parts and roles were given to them to tell the to tell any kind of story and they gave these women you know a, a dignified approach to the situation so you know well nail it to me as i look at, at uh give me a breaks reruns in adult age i'm just like ooh girl but you know nell dealt with it and she she made it work and she became a household name so i can't take that away from her monique and countess they kind of gave like the big girl image a boost i feel you know yeah they, there were certain things of course you know nikki parker was very thirsty for her some professor charles ogilvy with his stiff neck and no ass but you know to each his own <laughs> to each his own <clears throat> But she made it work. She was always together. You know, she made big women feel good about themselves, as they should. And, you know, we're not going to do Monique like that. We're not going to, you know, act like she didn't, you know, really, really do, do it good for the culture. So, now that Precious movie, that's just, child... <laughs> It's like it really was a horror movie, but 
you know, I, I just try to not even mention that. Um, but her Parker years and things and her stand up, I, I enjoy and I love. But um, moving on, the girls can't take it. The girls cannot take Lizzo. The, the fellas can't take Lizzo because who does this big fat bitch think she is, right? <laughs> she is gorgeous. She is talented and she is here. And that's and that's why they can't take Lizzo. They've been trying to cancel Lizzo. They've been trying to put all these accusations that she's somehow enforcing obesity and promoting obesity. And I think I just had a whole tangent about this in the, one of these segments prior. So we're not going to go deep, deep into that again. But, you know, and I think it's it, it definitely for the new directioners, they're pressed because Harry, Harry Styles seems to have a liking for Lizzo. I mean, I don't know. It could just be a genuine friendship. They could just genuinely key key together in this industry life, you know, they're just like, hey, girl, hey, sis, how you doing, girl? Love, you know, it could be one of those situations. It could be a brother and sister situation, or they could straight out be having the sex uh, and doing that, uh, and that is okay. You know, like, I don't understand why people don't, like, can't grasp the fact that, you know, big girls are a hot commodity, too. There are whole communities of niggas that love them a fat girl honey the juicier the better honey they want to see it all roll you know what i mean so it's like it gets me when people be like acting so surprised that this big girl is is getting love out here and, is, and got her some some suitors and some admirers you know harry styles look like he could be into things like that he looks like he's into like like he look like he probably would fuck a fat chick, honey, and love it, <laughs> and probably even want to marry that girl, honey. Ain't no telling. We gonna see. But um, in the meantime, it just seems like they just you know good kiki buddies to me. I don't, you know, it's some light life flirtation and things, and I guess it's getting them pressed and they can't take it. And I'm just here for I'm here for Lizzo's whole, and they could very well just be stunting the girls all together. Their pub, their people could have got them together and say, you know what, it'd be hot <laughs> if y'all two have like a mild flirtation slash friendship for the, you know, for the blogs and things. And they probably was like, okay, shit, we'll do hell, you know. You know, you down, I'm down, okay. <laughs> so it's no telling, you know. You know, it doesn't. We don't know what what they got going on, honey, on the real. But I enjoy to see it. I like it. And I just love Lizzo. I love seeing Lizzo be fabulous and fat and and and, and just fearless and, and living through her, you know, because all of this is like, you know, her her living through her uh, and facing her own insecurities and and fears about her body and her. She's been like very candid about that in a lot of interviews, like as she's going through her artist life, she's pushing herself to be fearless and pushing past a lot of the things that was told to her you know growing up and just being a fat girl you know being somebody a plus size person all your life is you know it's a thing like people be always trying to clock your weight clock your health clock your you know tell you what you need to do you know you know how many times people just told me i need to go outside and run i would just be sitting minding my business 
eating my apples, drinking my juice, whatever the fuck I'm doing as a kid. You know, I was, you need to go outside and run. For what? <laughs> and that was always my response. For what? Run run for what? You need to do something. You just, you fat. And nigga. Okay. So, you know, I get that life. You know, it's it's annoying. And then at school, kids really, you really have to either have a mouth. You have to develop a sense of a wit and a mouth. And, and you either know how to get with these kids. Or, you bitch, you know how to fight and beat them up. So they don't say nothing about you all together. Or learn to be invisible. I don't know. Like, it's, it's a lot. Like, kids are cruel, you know. So her whole you know life as a superstar i feel like it's just like pushing her and like challenging her to like all right girl you on stage all this ass is about to be on stage what you gonna do girl you gonna drape it up or or you gonna let it hang are we letting it hang you ready for this okay and so i'm here for it i'm here for her journey i can't wait for the book that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) i am buying the book bitch and I'm going to be in the front line when she's doing the book signing. <laughs> Please believe. Hell, since I'm throwing things out in the universe, honey, I might be the one interviewing her for the little, um, uh, you know, when if she if she does that, her little TED talk or whatever for her book. I'm going to be the girl giving, giving the interview. So, girl, so sis, honey, from my lips to God's ears, honey. But, um, yes, the girl's oppressed. Lizzo's doing doing her job making the girls press making the girls eat it i'm here for it i love it go lizzo team lizzo honey team lizzo over here nothing but love for lizzo nothing but love for the girls over here um i'm i think i'm done i think i'm done running my mouth i don't know about y'all um i think this is the closing it out segment honey so um trying to think do i have a final thought you know i'm trying to you know, the read has the read. And then, you know, since I'm Nova Thoughts, I, sh- I figure I should have a final thought on these hoes. Um, so I don't, let's see, what's my final thought? I'm going I'm to get a drink of water and I'm going to come back <laughs> with my final thought. All right. So basically... So there's, I don't know if y'all are going to catch this. I mean, I, I saw it floating around Facebook. It probably has made its way to Twitter and things by now. But there is this case. I can't remember the state, but basically this little white boy ended up getting shot in the head by this black dude in his like front yard in front of his like two like older sisters, like all the kids were playing outside. And apparently, I don't know if the kid like dropped the ball and it rolled and the black dude just happened to be walking by and or he walked up in the yard and then somehow the, the little white boy walked up in front of him and he just put the gun to the little boy head and blew his his brains out on sight. I don't know what the fuck that was but it happened and so people were like what's the where's the outrage everybody's talking about black lives matter but yet where's the outrage for this where's black lives matter for this so you know the person who shot the little boy the the dude i can't remember his name either forgive me y'all it's bad research i know um But it, like I said, the story is floating around Facebook and, and, like I said, I'm sure Twitter by now. And um, 
he's been arrested. The guy has been arrested. Um, he's been charged formally with murder, like first degree murder, and he's awaiting trial. So he's locked tight in a cell until then. He can't post bond. Bond has been denied, okay? Or they're not going to even think about bond. He is just sitting tight in the cell awaiting awaiting that sentence to go to jail, okay? Um, so, you know, it, the, there is no outrage. <laughs> That's why there's no outrage. Justice has been served, you know? Um, so I just, I, I really get annoyed when people try to use, first of all, like, this baby is was murdered he was like three years old like you know what i mean like he didn't even get a chance to live even a ounce of a life like he's just now he was just now realizing that he was existing on a plane of reality bitch like he literally was just like oh wow wind blows you know there's this is called dirt I like playing in dirt. Whatever kids be thinking about at three. You know, uh, he was very, very young. He didn't even get it. His life was robbed. And his killer is in jail, you know. And, you know, there's no outrage. I mean, there's outrage. at the. It's, of course, this is tragic. He's a child. Like I said, his life was taken away from him before he even knew he had a life. So, you know, that's that's not that's not that's not something that needs to be said. It's a given. It's fucked up. This world is fucked up. People are fucked up in this shit. We know what the fuck this is. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, there is no outrage because his killer is in jail. That's the silver lining in all of this. His killer is in jail awaiting trial and we all know he's gonna get if he i don't i can't like i said i can't remember what state this is in i know it's like i think it's a southern state for sure but i just can't remember what state it is and i think that state has the death penalty so if he doesn't get the death penalty he's definitely in there for life honey ain't no nothing coming ain't no coming out from that you know like they're not going to get him you know give him 10 years and with the possibility of him serving five, you know, they're not going to acquit him, you know. So we um, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Where's the outrage? So, you know, I, I just really can't stand when people use these these examples to be veiledly ra- to, veiled, veiled with their racism. They try to it's a thinly veiled racism. That's what I'm trying to say. Forgive me. You know, like, where's the outrage? There doesn't need to be outrage. You know, this black man, once again, like everything else, you know, black people, they, we have, we do not have a hard time going to jail, honey. We can go to jail just by farting sideways and something and offending some white person. It is not hard for black people, especially a black man, to go to jail. So, <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Um, so, you know, meanwhile, the you know, the three men that murdered Breonna Taylor, let me get their names because, bitch, uh, <laughs> fuck I look like. Um, hold on. We gonna get their names. Yes, and I'm typing. So uh, let's get their names because I'm gonna say them. Um, 
what to know let's let's see what do we know and I really and it's I, I, I know I shouldn't down talk a black person to this climate but I just really hate that Ben Crump is a part of this I don't know Mushmouth Brand <laughs> Mushmouth Crump is just here they are Brett Hankinson John Mattingly and Miles Cosgrove are still free they're still just roaming around here I think was it one of them that took a trip to Florida and they posted pictures of it with two girls and they was just like kikiing like you know these motherfuckers are just out roaming roaming and just doing whatever on a cute severance package I'm sure so yeah they're still free so that's that's why we're outraged because here is and they are you know once again if we're going to believe in this whole clearly the the mission statement of the police department is a lie so this lie of the mission statement of the police you know the whole police force you know is to protect and serve you know the citizens of the of, of whatever of your of your country and your your state and blah 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 um so just going off of this lie so y'all you know these are cops that are supposed to protect and serve a citizen they knocked on her door <laughs> You know, or you know, try to raid her apartment on a no-knock warrant, which in their state is what illegal. Not you're not even supposed to do that. And there was no probable cause. The person they were looking for was already in jail. So they didn't do their jobs properly. They didn't do their research properly. They just went out into the public and just started busting heads on random and and, and catching bodies. Bless me, Jesus. On random. So, yeah, um, it's safe to say that, you know, they should be in jail. They should be prosecuted and they should be awaiting their day in court like other murderers are. Like this black man that, you know, y'all were trying to use against Black Lives Matter. Like this black man killed this little white boy. He is awaiting trial for murder. Where is it? Where, why isn't it with um, the other three? With Brett Hankinson, um, John Mattingly, and Miles Cosgrove. <laughs> why are they still roaming around free? And they should be held to the highest standard because they are law enforcement officers. Like, they should know better. Josh, you gonna wait. Um, but anyway, y'all, I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here. If you want to follow me, I am at Nova Thoughts, N O V A T H A W T S. Um, if you want to follow my artist page, at Nova underscore Luxurious. If you want to follow my band page, at African Space Program Collective. And, um, yeah, this has been fun. I thank you for letting me run my mouth. I am going to talk to y'all later. And that was my final thought. And that was it. All right. Toodles.